0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. It's been a couple weeks since we put out a podcast, but between drill weekend and the exercise, we've been pretty busy here in the PA office. Speaking of the exercise, Lieutenant Colonel Ian Gillis, the Wing Inspector General, is swinging by later to talk to us about the aftermath of Operation Sleeping Giant, briefly. He's not going to go into detail, but he'll briefly talk about it, the reason behind having the exercise in the first place, and how well the Maniacs did overall from the Inspector General's standpoint. Also, if you want to see some photos from the exercise, the PA office has put together a slideshow that you can find on our Facebook page toward the end of this week from different shops around the base participating in Operation Sleeping Giant. So again, you can find that on our Facebook page at the end of this week. Show your friends, show your family, and you will also be able to share that on your pages as well. But before we jump into any of that, let's check out your Maniac headlines. The 2016 Maniacs Charities Half Marathon and 5K is approaching fast and you need to submit your registration if you wanna run. The earlier you register, the cheaper it is to participate. The race is September 25th and all the proceeds go toward Maniacs Charities, a non-profit organization that raises money to give back to the community the Maine Air National Guard serves. Senior Airman Tyler Parsons is a race coordinator and he explains why you should sign up for the race.
1: It's a great idea because it's great to give back to people that are more than willing to support each other. The theme this year is going to be a superhero theme. So you can come dress up like
0: your favorite superhero. Your kids can come be creative. It's gonna be an awesome time. Anyone who registers by August 31st will receive an event t-shirt and will pay $40 for a marathon fee and or $20 for a 5k fee. Anyone registering after August 31st will pay $55 for the marathon and or $25 for the 5k. Maniacs Charities hosted another Maniac for a Day over drill weekend and as always, it was an outstanding success. For several years, Maniacs Charities has held Maniac for a Day at the Air National Guard Base an event that partners with Cancer Care of Maine to bring diagnosed children out as maniacs and see what life is like in the Air National Guard. Master Sergeant Andrea Garland is a coordinator for Maniac for a Day, and she explains why it was a success in more ways than one.
1: It's a really special opportunity for unit members to be involved with. There's something really special about being able to watch a child forget that they're sick. It's a really special event because the family is involved and the siblings are involved and everyone can just forget cancer for just one day.
0: This is the seventh Maniac for a Day the 101st is hosted, making for an unforgettable experience for both the children and the airmen involved. And that's it for your Maniac news. Keeping you informed is what we do. Hey Maniacs, real quick, for those of you who don't know, Command Chief Master Sergeant Robert Peer and Chief Master Sergeant Julie Peer are having a joint retirement ceremony over August Drill. So make sure you check that out if you wanna show your support and congratulations over their long and distinguished careers in the United States Air Force. Congratulations to both Chiefs. Also, just a reminder that Family Day is right around the corner. That's gonna be July 10th, Sunday Drill. So make sure you plan accordingly for that if you wanna bring your family out. Also, I think they're still looking for volunteers. So if you want to help show support, contact your chain of command to express interest in helping volunteer for Family Day. Also, there's a vacancy in security forces as a first sergeant, so if you've ever thought about being a first sergeant or if you want to take that next step in professionalism and challenge yourself, go be a first sergeant in security forces.
1: Good luck, you're gonna need it.
0: Make sure you contact your chain of command to find out how you can apply to be the next security forces first sergeant. Speaking of first sergeants, big congratulations to Master Sergeant Stan Niedorowski as he's going to be the next first sergeant in the clinic. It's a big accomplishment. I've known Master Sergeant Niedorowski for a long time. I think he's going to do an outstanding job as the next first sergeant in the clinic. Congratulations. In the last Maniac Radio episode, we had introduced a brand new element to the show called the Maniac Survey Question. It's where I ask a question and you as our listeners can contact a specific point of contact for that question where you can express your thoughts and concerns based on that question. The particular question in the last episode comes from Command Chief Master Sergeant Dan Moore, and he wants to know what you think you can do to better improve your specific AFSC upgrade training. The last time I talked to Chief Moore, he had told me that he didn't have anybody contact him to talk about specific upgrade training. Now we don't live in a perfect world, please speak up if you have any thoughts, any questions, any ideas pertaining to this survey question, please contact Chief Master Sergeant Moore. He welcomes it, he wants to hear from you so that we can take the already existing outstanding maniac legacy and make it even better. So again, the last survey question was, do you feel that you receive a sufficient amount of training in your specific AFSCs and if you don't, what are some suggestions that you would give to improve that training? And once again, your point of contact for this specific maniac survey question is Command Chief Master Sergeant Dan Moore. Feel free to call him or email him with thoughts or concerns. So as I mentioned earlier, we have Lieutenant Colonel Ian Gillis, who is the Wing Inspector General, who is stopping by today to talk to us about the after actions report from Operation Sleeping Giant. Lieutenant Colonel, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us.
1: Ah, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's good to talk about what the IG is doing and what the wing is doing uh, as we move forward with APHIS. So
0: so uh, first question, I guess, right, for, right, for, right out from the door, uh, right out from the gate, what is the overall purpose? What was the overall purpose for Operation Sleeping Giant? Uh,
1: so Exercise Sleeping Giant was essentially a mission assurance exercise designed to evaluate the wing's ability to execute specifically its conventional mission. The IGE office is required to conduct multiple mission assurance events throughout the year to essentially provide the the wing commander with an idea of how the wing is doing overall. During the two days of Sleeping Giant, the wing was able to touch upon about six of the ten mission assurance events that we have to do within a year's time frame. So, probably a success from that, that standpoint, but more importantly I think this was the wing's first real APHIS event of this size and complexity that was managed solely by our WIT and our IG office, which makes it kind of a benchmark for us. The new APHIS construct, our CCIP, has to be able to accomplish such events, uh, these mission assurance events, in order to provide the Wing Commander with an honest assessment of where we are with the Wing, so that he can in turn provide that mission assurance to MAGCOM. So uh, you know this was this was a big deal and it was uh, nice to see that it, that it went off so well
0: that's great and it and, and i think that for the for the most part the wing um, enjoyed it i mean it wasn't like it was like a chore or anything like that and not everybody likes putting on their chem gear but it's it's one of those things as you said earlier that the whole reason for this is that so people so that we can remain ready and that we can see where we're at and the, and the wing commander can see where we're at um, on a readiness posture level level type thing um, and it's not to call people out and say hey you're doing this wrong or hey you're doing this right it's strictly just to, to see where we're at So that's great. As a whole, how did the wing perform in regards to the exercise?
1: Well, the wing performed in true maniac fashion. Uh, Positive attitudes, can-do spirit, a desire to succeed, um, and a willingness to go the extra mile. As I would expect, the wing uh, performed as true professionals. From our standpoint in the IG, the WIT pulled off a very complex exercise, truly tested lots of different facets within the wing. And the, the wit, I'd have to kind of tip my hat to them. We asked them to come in early, stay late. They were here days before the exercise preparing, and they stayed days after uh, to ensure that we provided good feedback to the wing and to the wing commander. So.
0: What are some basic things we as maniacs can improve on on a day-to-day basis in regards to readiness and mobility based on the exercise outcome?
1: Well, remember that at the heart of APHIS is continual evaluation. So the exercise is meant to test what we are prepared to do day-to-day. So if you found yourself during the exercise not sure of what to do next during Sleeping Giant, I would encourage you to look at your own training and your own processes. Don't wait for the next exercise. Get yourself back up to speed and and ready to go. Things like chem gear donning, procedures, markings, things like that were noted throughout the wing. Having a few issues here and there, um, nothing catastrophic, but certainly uh, something we could brush up on. No one likes putting MOP4 on, but we probably need to do that a little bit more often to make sure that we can do what we need to do when the clock's running um, and we can do it right.
0: For people who don't completely understand um, where the scenarios come from, are these in any way, um, shape or form, these, these scenarios outdated? I mean, are they like are they 10, 20 years old and you're just going by the book, or are these actual threats that our airmen could, could face going overseas or on, you know on a day-to-day basis?
1: So the exercise was uh, completely designed by our, our WIT, our local folks, with um, input from the IG, input from subject matter experts here in the wing, uh, Intel, ATO, and so forth. Um, I think probably under, everybody understands that you had to use a little bit of an imagination to get where we were towards the end of the exercise. Um, so that scenario certainly wasn't outdated. It was based on things that we saw that could potentially happen here. Um, and again, it was designed to stress and test many facets of the wing, but all homegrown right here.
0: Oh, that's good. Uh, one last question, um, and again, this is another one that, that I didn't send you, but it's kind of a vague question anyway. But from a non-IG Inspector General um, standpoint, I mean, obviously you work in IG and you, know, you are the, the wing IG. But as a maniac, um, does it make you proud? Does it? How does it make you feel knowing that the wing did, did as well as they did collectively um, on the exercise?
1: Uh. Well, as, as the IG, obviously I have a little uh, more uh, focus on these things, so I, I pay a little bit more attention. I think the the wing did very well. Um, I guess what I would say is that we gotta realize that APHIS in a whole, the Air Force Inspection System is a cultural shift. Um, it's no longer about painting the grass green or making the IG happy, it's more about mission success. Um, so we need to be concerned with accomplishing the mission doing it right doing it safely taking care of our people those are the things that we should be concerned about and and that in turn will will take care of the rest Um, if we do those things right then then we're heading down the right road and i would say that that's what i saw during this uh, mission assurance exercise uh, exercise sleeping giant was the wing uh, doing it right and taking care of the people uh, and having pride and professionalism Uh, so with that I was happy to see that. It's what I expected, um, but it's nice going forward to, to have that come up.
0: Well, that's good. And um, I think that uh, I speak on behalf of all the maniacs when I say that, um, you know, as, as sometimes it may seem to us when when exercises are going on, that it may seem like a, an extra duty or a chore and you've been there yourself. But, um, but, When it's all said and done, we all appreciate what you guys do. We appreciate you keeping us on our toes and and keeping us well informed and ready for what what could happen um, so that we keep each other safe and keep ourselves safe when we go down range. But um, thank you, Colonel, for coming in, and thank you for talking to us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, I look forward to speaking with you again.
0: And it's that time again for your Maniac Fact. This episode's Maniac Fact is brought to you by the 101st Avionics System Specialist. Our avionics maniacs are trained to maintain the highest level of electronics, including testing, troubleshooting, maintaining, and repairing multiple aspects such as mission systems, communications, and navigation. For more information on how to become an avionics system specialist, contact your local recruiter. And here's your Maniac Fact. The year is 1947 and the F-47 Thunderbolt was first assigned to our wing. As previously mentioned in past episodes, our wing was federally recognized on February 4th, 1947. The very next day is when our wing received the F-47 Thunderbolt and became the official aircraft for our wing. The F-47 Thunderbolt was capable of carrying eight 50-inch machine guns, four on each wing. Or it was able to harbor five-inch rockets and a bomb load of 2,500 pounds the F-47 prided itself on its superior dive and altitude speeds, making it one of the most versatile and nimble effective fighters of its time. So there you have it, Maniacs. The very first aircraft that our wing ever received in its long and distinguished history was the F-47 Thunderbolt, an aircraft that dominated with air superiority and stands as a strong foundation for our Maniac history. That's all we have for this episode of the Maniac Radio Show. Thank you for taking the time to listen to what's going on in your Maniac world. Again, like I said earlier, expect to see a slideshow of Operation Sleeping Giant on our Facebook page, which you can access by searching 101st Air Refueling Wing on Facebook. I hope you all have an amazing weekend and have a chance to get out and enjoy the weather. And as always, be safe out there. Look out for yourself as well as your battle buddy. Because after all, that is the Maniac way. So until next time, so long and take care.